Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Masech, Tas, Megillah, Perak Aleph, Mishnah Tes, and Mishnah Ches. Ein ben koin meshuach b'shem and hamishcha l'merubah begadim. A koin gadol, the way he was appointed was he was anointed with this special oil. And once you got to a certain period in the first temple, and then in the second temple, when they no longer used this oil, all the koin gadol did was, or the ordinary koin did was, he put on the merubah begadim, the extra four garments, and now he was considered an acting koin gadol. There's no difference between the two of them. Ella parabab kolamitzvos. That if the Kohen Gadol, this is the Masechus Harius discusses this. If the Kohen Gadol, this is the anointed one, mistakenly rules that something that's forbidden by Kares is permitted, so then he brings a special chadas offering. This is only for the Kohen Meshulach B'Shemen, not the Kohen Mur Begadim. Okay, next. This is interesting. This uh, harkens back to Yuma. If you recall, in the beginning of Yuma, we had a case where you, you perhaps appoint a secondary coin to be the coin goddle instead of the, co- of the ordinary coin goddle in the event he's a stand in, in the event the coin goddle, something happens and he's unfit for service in the day on Yom Kippur. Really, this can happen anytime. If you appoint a coin to become the temporary, the acting, the interim coin goddle, so once the regular coin goddle returns, we know we don't demote the per, the uh, the second the interim coin got to being an ordinary coin again that's mild makodesh emaridim we don't lower his status sanctity rather we basically say he's retired and he can perform and act like a coin gadol in the event that he kind of wants to and the only thing he's not allowed to do is as follows the bull uh, the coin gadol offers in yom kippur which we discuss we we recall from then there was a chatas so the uh, Temporary coin, the interim coin is not allowed to bring. Also, the minchas chavitin. That was every day the coin gadol would bring a special offering, a very interesting offering. He'd bring a little bit in the morning and bring a little bit of it, the rest of it in the in, end of the day, kind of bracketing the day with avoda to show that he was always constantly serving. He brought a little in the morning, a little at night. The uh, temporary coin, the interim coin, would not bring this. Okay. Lastly, is ne- next mishnah. In the days of yore, there w- there was a- an allowance to bring pers- have a personal mezbeach in your backyard. It was called a bama. At a certain point, it became forbidden, then it became permitted again, and then it became forbidden from now and forevermore. The only place you could bring karbonos is in the temple, on the mezbeach. Now, in the days when there was a bama, the way it worked was pe- some people had individual bamas in their backyard for bringing their karbonos, and then there was the bama gadola in Shiloh, or wherever it may be. There was the bama gadola in uh, Nov, Givon, Gilgal, different places. It was a communal, it was a communal bama. But parenthetically, the difference between a bama and a, and a, a mizbeach is the last tosefta in Zvachim says is the aron in close proximity to it. If the aron's in close proximity, it's considered a mizbeach. If it's not, it's considered a bama. One more time, the bamas are forbidden nowadays. But in the days when bamas were allowed, so people had their own personal bamas, a bama katana, and then there was the communal bama, the bama gadola. In the bama gadola, bama katana, the only difference between the large bama and the small bama was el The pesach offering was only that he brought on the bama gadola. It was a, almost like it was a communal offering. Any offering that was voluntary, vowed, or donated was allowed on the minor bama. Anything that was not voluntary brought, it was obligatory, was brought on a major bama, bama gadola. I wish you all a wonderful day.